Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center with the most innovative guy I know, John Gutierrez. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Senior Vice President here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, John Gutierrez. So excited to have another amazing guest with us here on the show. Her name is Elizabeth Almeida. She is the founder of Building Bodies University, corporate wellness specialist, also the founder of Legends Rise Youth Academy, and she is also part of Shelly Padilla State Farm Insurance, which is a licensed insurance producer, and she's one of our superstar ambassadors here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Elizabeth. Hola, hola. Can you guys see me over there on Facebook? <laughs> Apparently, I am matching, so you just might be able to see my head. <laughs> I know. I think you're I'm blending camouflaged. in with the orange background, but it's okay. I'm I, camouflaged. I think we're good. I think we're good. You know. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth. Uh, we really appreciate all you do in the community. And so, as you know, and you've probably seen the show, we like to, first and foremost, go into a little bit about you sharing with us before we go into the community stuff you're doing and all the fun business stuff you're doing in the community with the chamber and everyone else we want you to share with us a little bit about who you are just where you're from your hobbies your life family share a little bit with everybody about who is elizabeth all right before i dive into who is elizabeth almeida dun 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 i just <laughs> want to shine some light on you and say Thank you for everything that you do for the community. Community, Thank you for podcast and the amazing individuals that you have here because you're sharing so much wisdom, so much knowledge to everyone out there listening. So thank you for that. And it's truly an honor to be here. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Thank gracias. you. We're excited to have you. But today is not about me. It's about you, Elizabeth. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you, please. Where'd you grow up? All right. Let's see. Let me try to give you the CNN version, short <laughs> version of who is Elizabeth Almeida. Okay. So I grew up in L.A. in Los Angeles, Huntington Park, okay. HP. That's right. Ruben if, Franco is also from our president. Yes, Ruben. Of our chamber. If you know, you know. <laughs> So I grew up in Huntington Park, born and raised out there. What was it like back then? I mean, Huntington Park. Oh, man. Was it chill? Was it like tough neighborhood? Gangs. When you're in those neighborhoods, low income and everything that we were going through, you don't know. Yeah. Because you've never gone out of that. So you don't know what you don't know. I mean, gangs, fights, drugs. We lived right next to Salt Lake Park, which was the major park out in HP. Our house is right here and the park was right next door. And I would remember helping my mom wash the dishes and I could look over. I would put a chair and look over as I was washing dishes and I could just see deals happening or fights happening. Wow. And it was just normal maybe that's where you built your toughness yeah it is actually because you're, you're tough i don't know i am yeah. i am <laughs> which we'll go into you which can't we'll... forget where you came from it <laughs> built you it really really does build you but you know so i grew up in hp and i have a huge family mexican five sisters 
three brothers and really yeah nine wow i'm the youngest of the hen house guys youngest of the hen house You're the youngest youngest yep, like I'm the ninth. okay yeah. i'm the youngest La one chiquita. so are you like the most chiquiada they say like when you're the youngest you had to put up with more what, what is it what is it like <laughs> no honestly my parents were equal with everybody that's good yeah that's no good. one was preferred more loved more or anything like that everyone was equal at home we all helped out whether it be, you know, cooking, helping my mom, cleaning, whatever it was. You know, we didn't have a lot, but we did have a lot. Yes. In the sense of we had so much love and our parents loved us unconditionally. So I think that's one of the things that, you know, my parents instilled in me. Like you love to your core unconditionally and you work hard no matter what. Like whatever life brings at you, you tackle it. You get back up. Those are the foundations that I gained from my parents, and I get to do that. Shout out to sure. the parents. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Everybody. Yes. My, you know, my wife is also from a family of nine, and she says that growing up, they would take them a lot to the park because it was like the less expensive kind of form of let's get out and do something. Yeah. I don't know if Huntington Park has parks. Or- <laughs> I would tell I didn't have a pool. That's probably why I can't swim. <laughs> I didn't have a pool. So what we would do, John, okay. it's so funny you're saying that right now, but okay. we would turn on the sprinklers. Nice. I remember those days. Yes. <laughs> we would turn on the sprinklers and, you know, sprinklers go in there. Yes. <laughs> That's the form of a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we would like hop over, get wet. Yes. Yay. Hop over. Yes. But that was fun. Nowadays, what do you see the kids on yes. social media, on their phones, are stuck like glue on there, right? It's, it's very different. But yeah, no, we didn't yeah. go we out much. We would put much. the sprinklers in the sheets and we have a slip and slide. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we did, I don't think maybe once or twice that I can really remember we went to the beach. Okay. But I was a bit older. It's an expensive thing yeah, to do. Go to the you beach. You have nine kids? Exactly. Think about it. My mom was a stay at home mommy. Did you guys have like a amazing. station wagon? Because we, we had a station wagon growing up. I don't know. We had a truck or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because it fit nine. That's, that's a big group. Yeah, yeah, we had a pickup truck, the camper in oh, the back. Oh, everybody in the back. Jump in the back, right? Everybody in the back. <laughs> yes. No seatbelts. No, nothing. I tell my daughters now, I was like, right now, I was like, okay, are you ready? Okay, seatbelts, let's go. Back then, back it was then, like, vamos. You're, you're bouncing everywhere in the back with the nine kids. <laughs> let's go. But you know what? I, I did enjoy my childhood. That's great. And I, I loved That's it. Great. It was, I think, it was I think chaos sometimes. But it's fun. so important, right, to have a good childhood um, because I know that uh, we'll go into, of course, you love mentoring the younger generation, right? I do. Um, and so it's interesting that you talk about your parents, your upbringing. What high school did you go to? HP. was born and raised in Huntington Park, and okay. I went to that elementary, okay. to the middle school, and to the high school. And once I was done with college, I mean, with high school, by the way, I hated school. And the only reason why I started doing better was because I wanted to get out of HP. Really? So the, my last year, I was like, all right, get it together. Yes. Because that 2.0 was not going to get me really far. So I had to so raise that up. So where'd you end up transitioning to? What school? So I ended up going to San Jose State for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. And then after that, came back home, went to Cerritos College for a semester. Nice. And then from there, I got classically trained to sing. Now I just sing in the shower, so don't Wait, ask me to sing. to sing? Yeah. I never knew this. <laughs> yeah. Really? Now I just sing in the shower, so don't ask me, okay? Yeah, yeah, no. So we're, gonna, sure. we're not going to ask you to sing right no, now. No, Especially no, no. there's a microphone on. No. Pa, do we have any music we can play? No, 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 We can get a whole orchestral <laughs> stuff. No, we no, play. no, no, no. <laughs> what music do you want to play? <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But 
it was part of my journey. Was it? Yeah. So Cerritos College for a semester because nice. I wanted to get into Chapman University. That's right. So Somebody I, wants I, to know what did you sing? Was this like classical singing? It was, was this pop class- singing? No, was this- it was classical opera music. Really? Opera. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. I know. Wow. That is some <laughs> But it was vocals. fun. I, I learned a lot. I learned oh. a lot. Not just so, the music portion of it, but body, singing, posture. And that's true. Talking. But so yeah. you ended up at Chapman University, which is a great university. We have a board member who's part of Chapman. Woo woo! Yes. What was that like at Chapman University? Beautiful campus. Beautiful campus. I got accepted there to the School of Music, and I was a minority. <laughs> what is that, a minority, Elizabeth? Latina. <laughs> Predominantly Did Caucasian you feel out of place? Was that tough for you? At first, I did. I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I didn't belong, but I knew I belonged. Yes. Because I wanted to be that change. I wanted other people, other students, other kids, you know, my future kids to see. Like, it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter, you know, your settings or the family that you grew up in or those opportunities or non-opportunities you had. It doesn't matter. It's what you do moving forward. Exactly. And I became that. So every single time I drive by Chapman, I'm like, ah, yes, it's Latina went there. Yeah, and, and you know, Chapman <laughs> University, it's considered one of the, you know, really tough universities to go and be there. I mean, it's yeah. it's got a, such a great reputation, so kudos to you for Gracias. doing that. So, you got done with college, and what happened after that? What, what was your next step, aside from being a famous singer? Nope. That dad, you wanted to be? No, mira nada más, aquí con el singer. <laughs> I transitioned to teaching. So I went in there as a minor in voice and left as a peace studies major. Reason being is because a lot of the credits that were from uh, San Jose State didn't transfer over, really? at least to the teaching credentialing program. So I had I ended up doing that. But um, straight out of Chapman, I ended up working for a nonprofit organization. Okay. I was working for this program after school program that worked with kids. So if you know the hours between 3 and 6 p.m., that's when things usually start happening. That's when a lot more kids are tentative to get into trouble or getting into gangs because a lot of parents are either still working, they're not home, and the kids are alone. So What city was this? Riverside. Riverside. Okay. Yeah. So I started a program, a pilot at one of the schools in Riverside, and um, I oversaw 100 students five teachers in that program and then I kind of just yeah, like, went up the ladder. Like a team? Oh with, yeah, with okay. yeah. And then when I went up the ladder in that and then I oversaw eight middle schools within the Harupa Unified School District Riverside District. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with it. Wow. And I knew I don't want to be in the classroom. There's something much more. I wanted to run my own show. I wanted to do things the way I wanted to. Not, I mean, I think teaching is amazing and seriously kudos to the teachers because go through a lot and you're literally helping our kids, our next generation. Kudos to all the teachers out there. Seriously. Yes. Shout out to them. Because I was in the classroom for a little bit and I was like, I Dios mio. Well, you know, putting together curriculum is very tough. I know because I was in that industry when I first got out of college and it's a lot of work. So you're running this after school program and you found the fire, the, the, the inspiration, right? 
Mm-hmm. No, so I loved it. And I knew that I wanted to do things a little bit different. I always associate it more with older kids, with the youth, with either middle school or in high school. And I'm like, man, I was that kid. I was a rebellious. I was the one that was ditching. I did not like school. You ditching? No. Yeah. <laughs> I tell my daughters, I was like, look, all right, you do that. I am 10 steps ahead of you, girl. Don't forget where I came from. <laughs> I came from L.A. <laughs> But I hated school and I figured and found out that I can associate with these kids, with these students. It's giving them hope and opportunity to be better and do better. We have choices in life. We really, really do. And me having two kids, I have a 14 year old daughter who's just in high school. Jeez, I have a high school girl and a 10 year old. So for me, I shout out to them. Shout out to my babies. They don't think I'm cool, but I think I'm cool. (laughs) want to make sure that I'm that example for them. Exactly. As, you know, as a woman and I have two little girls that are always watching me. If you're parents out there, even if you're not parents or you're got parents, you know that there's kids watching your every single move and they will mimic because they're like sponges. Of course. They will mimic you every single thing that you do. So I knew through that one day that I was going to have my foundation. I knew one day that I was going to build a program that was going to be beyond different. And I was going to be in the classroom. I knew there was a problem and I was going to find a solution. That's great. So that's how I came about with um, my Legends Rise Academy. Okay. Tell Mm -hmm. us about that. So I became a life coach as well through the pandemic. I was like, there's much more. Okay. My businesses kind of had to stop for my corporate. I want to talk a little bit about that. Yes. Yes. Because I know you were doing corporate wellness. Yes. So, but through that, through the pandemic, I became a life coach. That's great. Something that I've always wanted to do. That's great. You pivoted. Oh, yeah. A lot of people during that shutdown, again, you were doing corporate wellness, Mm -hmm. right? And then that all shuts down. That's great that you found another opportunity in life coaching. There's always great opportunities in crisis. Exactly. And people always think this is happening to me instead of this is happening for me. Exactly. Maybe there's something greater and bigger. Can you repeat and that one more time? Which part? Just you said this yeah. is happening to me. Yes. As opposed to this is happening for me. A lot of people. I love that quote. A lot of people have the mentality. Whoa, this is me. Whoa. You know, things are happening to me. I wish things were different. Blah, blah, blah. Instead of what about it's happening for you? Exactly. You know, I think everything that comes our way and we don't even know what battles we're dealing with. You know, so many people, the greatest CEOs, the greatest people out there are walking around with these smiles, John, on their faces. And behind those smiles, there's so much pain. We don't know what they're going through. Mental health, which is why I also created that mental health, emotional, physical, everything, the pandemic Put it out there. Oh, yes. Even more so. Exactly. So I knew I was like, I want people to be able to know, hey, you have to become aware of your feelings, your emotions, what's going on in here in order to be able to flourish in every aspect of your life. And for me, fitness became that. Fitness is literally an inside job. It's not just working Show out. Show them the guns. Show them the guns, Elizabeth. Show you the guns. Just so you guys know, Elizabeth works out, I mean, religiously. Yeah. Or great jeans, great jeans. <laughs> and, and and that's that's hard to do, right? Like it's hard to stay motivated. How do you do that? Where do you find that motivation? Obviously you have great energy. Where do you find that? What do you think drives you? I'm gonna tell you something. 
And I teach this to my students and I was teaching this too for my corporate wellness companies is motivation is going to be short term. It's not going to last. But your discipline is what's going to keep you going. If you don't know your why, how are you supposed to know how to move forward? So have a plan in place? You have to know your what. What's your purpose? Why do you get up every single day to grind and hustle? There has to be a bigger purpose than you. What's your why? My daughters. And then I do not want to die and meet my maker and for my maker to show me all this list of all the things and purpose and everything that he had for me and I accomplished nothing. Exactly. I want to leave a legacy, not just for me, but for my daughters and then for others that everyone that I get to talk to and I get to speak with that I hope that at least one thing that I say today will shift and change your perspective and become more aware of who you are and that you get to know you. If I can change that, we're good. You hear that? Know your why. That's very important. Yeah. And if you don't know what that why is, come see Elizabeth. She can help you find that why. And, and, And we may smile about it, but there's a lot of people dealing with that on a daily basis. They're not sure what their why is, right? What what they should be doing, and they're maybe all over the place. Um, so let's really quickly go back to your corporate wellness, because mm-hmm. um, I know we only have about five to ten minutes to go. <laughs> Paul, give me give me some leeway here, Paul. So tell us a little bit about the corporate wellness that you were doing, and then how you ended up with the ch- at, you know at the chamber. Let's let's go into that, of course. It all links in together. But my corporate wellness is I used to come from a company. I worked for a nine to five job and I always loved working out, eating better and being healthy. But because the work and the job that I had was so demanding, I was tired. I didn't want to go home and change and go work out. Like I just wanted to drive by somewhere, get some food, go home, see my babies eat and then just go to sleep. Right. And I knew if we changed that, if we gave people hope, at their companies on site, there's no excuses, no excuses. So I created a program for big organizations or small, doesn't matter how big your company is, where I come on site and I do a on-site wellness program, whether it be lunch and learns, whether it be on-site fitness classes, whatever that looks like for the particular company, nutrition consultations. I'm a life coach now, so life coaching comes into play. And I created that program for them. And I'm going to tell you, John, I had multiple people come and talk to me and say, Coach, I didn't feel like coming to work today. Yes. I had a really bad day yesterday. And I was going to call off and I didn't call off because I knew you guys were going to be here. Wow. And I honestly, I that's great. Wish that more organizations, more companies would instill in having an on-site wellness program for their people, because especially now with the pandemic and I see it, depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it's suicide. Exactly. I mean, everything, emotional, spiritual, everything is tanking. And having that in a company is huge. Well, I it's think, a game changer. I think you and I have talked about this in the past. It's also part of like the whole body, mind, yeah. and spirit, right? And you need all those three components to be constantly, um, hopefully being pushed, 
yeah. or motivated, right? And so that's great that you bring that to the table. I feel like you bring that to our chamber, to be honest. You bring this great energy at the golf tournament, at Estrella Awards, whatever event you come out uh, to as an ambassador now, one of our our official ambassadors, uh, Sylvia, our chair from Chase Bank, of course, officially said, hey, we need to make the, these young ladies or these people ambassadors, of course. And I know at the golf tournament, she recruited many of you. Honored. <laughs> Elizabeth, Diana, <laughs> a bunch of you. How did you end up at the chamber? How, you know, what does the chamber mean to you now? Because of you. <laughs> well, it's not just me. I mean. <laughs> if you guys know John, John brings everyone together. You really do. You have that gift. Thank you. Thank you. Where you bring people together and the energies and everything. And that's why we're here and we get to network and we get to meet incredible people that are here for the same common goal to impact change you know the community or each other well i just try to invite yeah. people to be part of the platform that our hispanic chamber of commerce offers and of course there i think is where you met uh, a dear friend of mine araceli padilla Shelly yes padilla, with state farm right um, yes. and i think you also do some work with her right i do i do so because obviously you know i met you and then through that i met Shelly padilla shout out to my girl and because i love it um <laughs> yes so if you guys need anything please please let us know it's been a true honor to be part of Shelly's tribe honestly it's been about a Shelly's tribe. Shelly's like tribe, yes. I like that. The tribe of women, like, because in so wait, the office. Real quick, mm -hmm. everybody listening out to you, just so you know, Shelly's tribe. Come see Elizabeth and <laughs> yeah. be part of Shelly's tribe. I like that. That's a great <laughs> marketing, like, slogan, right? Yeah, we got you. We got your back. State Farm and Shelly and the tribe. We got you. And I see how there you've incorporated your, your health and wellness and all that. That's awesome. We have, and I can't even stress to tell you how important it is to be able to, as a unit in the office, to be able to plug away because we're always like this, right? 24 seven. And yes. if you're able to get away and at the office, literally 35 minutes, we do a workout and I kick your butt. Yes. <laughs> right? 35 yeah. minutes. And but then, I've seen Alexis and the girls, I mean, they love it. They, oh yeah. they, they really enjoy it. It's a mental thing. Yes. So when you work on you, and you move your body, you're going to be feel better. You're going to make better decisions. Yeah. What is it? The dolphins, right? The yeah. The yes. dopamine levels. You release that. You feel better. Yes. Right. And then you're going to be better at work. You're going to be more pleasant on the phone. I mean, when you go home, all that, it all links up together. It's the mindset. It's the physical health portion of it. You know, you have to really condition all portions of all that so with state farm with my corporate wellness companies and then also my youth academy with the kids and that i help the teachers there as well that's awesome man i'm my cup is being filled 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 constantly well i think that whatever you have that you're eating and drinking every day that gives you that motivation i gotta say it's bottle it sell it because we all wish we had your drive and your energy elizabeth and you can have it i'm gonna tell you three things you want to do faith because you can't do things alone Two, move your body 10 50 minutes a day and then three gratitude gratitude yes the act of gratitude if you're grateful for where you at 
Everything is good. Elizabeth, I'm so sorry. Uh, Paul's giving me the eye, the <laughs> evil eye, you know, the producer. This has been so much fun. We really appreciate having you again, folks. Elizabeth Almeida, founder of Building Bodies University, corporate wellness specialist. She's the founder of Legends Rise Youth Academy. And of course, she's part of the Shelly Padilla State Farm Insurance uh, Licensed Insurance Producers there. And of course, she's one of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce superstar ambassadors. We just want to say thank you so much for everything you do in the community. Thank you for being on our show today. Mm-hmm. I know it goes by really, really fast. Yeah. Hopefully, there's some good information that everybody uh, has out there. Reach out to Elizabeth. Reach out to us at the Chamber. Real quick announcement. We do have a breakfast mixer. Not this Friday. Next Friday um, at Villa Roma Restaurant, 9 o'clock a.m. in the morning. So anybody who's willing and wishing to be part of it, it's a free breakfast mixer. Come out, meet Elizabeth, meet some of our other ambassadors um, that are going to be there and some of our board members, of course. Joy uh, being part of our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Learn more about our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, of course. So with that, thank you very much, Elizabeth, for being here. Thank you. I, it was a pleasure to to be here and yeah, have a conversation. Yes. Visit us at <laughs> OCHCC.com and also visit us at our Instagram at OCHCC and also go to our Facebook page and follow us there so you can get involved with everything we're doing in the community, folks. Again, our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce because our community is your community. Have a great day, everyone. Well, there you have it. That's not a dynamic reason to come and watch dynamic duos like this have a conversation. I don't know what is. Join us each and every week as we meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. 